Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. I am your host, Matt Wilbanks, and we are kicking off or getting ready to kick off episode number two. Last week, we talked about spiritual pharmaceuticals, what what pill not to take to mess up my spirituality, to cause me to think different, act different, or whatever. This week, I would like to continue on that journey. Um, so I guess we could just look at this and say this is Spiritual Pharmaceuticals Part 2 because I believe that the adversary is working very hard and very diligently on causing us to disconnect, causing the world that we live in to be a chaos so that we cannot be connected. And so I would like to give everything that I have to combat that and try to get, give us a mindset of not to fall for the traps or get involved with the devices of the adversary. So if you're ready, if you're going to join with me, let's cue the intro and dive in. God bless. Love you guys. Thanks for joining me. Hey, what's up, guys? First, I'd like to say I hope you've had an awesome week, and I want to extend a huge thank you to you all for joining in with me on the podcast today. I believe that the hyphen generation is ready to unlock and experience the greatest revival that this world has ever known. On this podcast, we will focus on preparing, equipping, and empowering hyphen across our nation and world to engage with purpose their great commission. Your time is here and now. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and this is the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. All right, again, well, welcome again into the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your schedule, whatever you're doing, um, to give me your mind for just a little while and talk about a couple of things, um, especially this is a new journey. I think I've probably already messed up on the music of this one, but I'm not going to restart. I'm just going to trust that uh, you're going to go with me and know that we all kind of fumble a little bit. Uh, but we still f- stick it out. We fight it out because we're hyphen, and that's what we do. I do want to say thank you again. I'm, I'm very appreciative of all the people who are listening to this and have decided to join me on this journey. And so, again, I say thank you for being a part of this with me. So, again, we're going to dive back into spiritual pharmaceuticals. And last week that we talked about how not to take on the spiritual pharmaceutical or take the pill of offense because if you take a narcotic, which is why we were talking about the spiritual pharmaceutical and how powerful it is, it does cause you to think, act, and work differently than you would if you were clear-minded. And so I wanted to dive into one more at least spiritual pharmaceutical that I believe affects us all in the same way. And so I won't belabor the point with you again. I have a couple of scriptures that I will read for you this time. And then uh, we'll just talk about what it is and then we'll just go from there. But I do want to read to you in Genesis chapter 37, verse number 32. And it says, And they sent the coat of many colors and they brought it to their father, which was Jacob, and said, This have we found. Know, know now whether it be thy son's coat or no. And he knew it and said, It is my son's coat. An evil beast hath devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces. Now, what we have to understand is this was not a question that they did not know the answer to. They took this coat 
uh, of their brothers, Joseph, who told them, you are going to bow before me. Your sheave is going to bow before me. I, I'm, uh, he's a dreamer. God has given him promise, and all these things have happened. His father, Jacob, gave him a coat of many colors. He is, without doubt, the favorite kid, and so everybody else gets a little touchy when he comes around because they, they think they're, they're angry with him because he is favored and chosen and all these things. And so uh, even when he came and was sent to check on them and take them food or whatever, um, they looked at him and they said, Behold, the dreamer cometh, if you're familiar with that story. And uh, they, they decide we're going we're gonna to kill him, and then we're not going to kill him. We're going to toss him in a pit, and then we're not going to toss him in the pit, and then we're going to sell him as a slave. And so they did that, but, but to cover their tracks, they took his coat, and they devoured it, and they covered it in blood, and they took it back to their father, and they said, We found his coat like this. Do you know if this is your son's or not? And so he looks at it and he says, this is for sure my son's coat. And there's no doubt about it. He has been devoured by evil beasts. And so when I read that the other day, and I actually I was listening to someone preach the other day, and they went across this scripture and it grabbed my attention because the, the Bible referred to uh, what Jacob said is as an evil beast has devoured my son. But the truth is, it wasn't an evil beast. It was a treacherous plan by what I like to call now wild animals. And what I'm going to call wild animals were jealous brothers. Now, that sounds a little crazy. But if you take on a spiritual pharmaceutical such as jealousy and or another word for it is envy, it will cause you and I to become wild animals. And that is the truth. We can obviously see that by this scripture and story alone. They became wild animals. They turned on their brother so much so that they thought about killing him, which is crazy. They thought about putting him in a pit and letting him die there, which is crazy. And then they actually sold him into slavery, which is crazy. In what world would we as brothers and sisters think that it would be okay to do that and and, and it be acceptable? And so being jealous and being envious of someone is very dangerous because it will turn you into a wild animal. It'll turn me into a wild animal. I want to read you what Proverbs chapter number 6, uh, number 34, verse number 34 says, For jealousy is the rage of a man, therefore... You will not spare in the day of vengeance, for jealousy is the rage of a man. Therefore, he will not spare in the day of vengeance. There's going to be no reason. There's going to be no rhyme. There's going to be no talking them out of it. Once you become intoxicated by jealousy or once I become intoxicated by envy, it won't matter. I can get... Uh, uh, the the a million dollars. Somebody can tell me they're sorry. Somebody can give me all the money in the world. But when I have become envious, or when I have taken on the pill of jealousy, it will not matter if that person says they're sorry because I've let this thing now get into my spirit and it has taken root. Now you can look at me and you can say that guy is a wild animal. Because I can cover it up. I can hide it for a little while. But the truth be known is it was not an evil beast of the field that devoured my brother. It was me because I turned into a wild animal. Wild animals turn on their brothers and devour them. Wild animals uh, uh, will throw their brothers in a ditch and throw their brothers in a pit and sell their brothers into servitude or whatever. Wild animals do that kind of stuff. But not in the church. When you look in the church, there should be a body. There should be unity. There should be 
edification. There should be a five-fold ministry and a unified body. Uh, not everybody's a hand, not everybody's a toe, not everybody's a foot, a chest, or hair, or whatever you want to call it, but it's all working together for the good as a body. So the body should not have wild animals. There should be members that are ruled and brought into captivity by the gift of the Holy Ghost because that is what takes control of us and makes us become ruly over the most unruly thing in our body, which is our tongue, which is why we speak in tongues when we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost by the utterance of the speaking in tongues. And so when you look at the body of Christ, there should be no wild animals available. And here is how we avoid becoming wild animals we do not take on offense and for this episode purpose we do not take on jealousy or envy i have to be content in where i am with god if it's my season of sowing then i will work if it's my season of rejoicing and and, and receiving then i will receive my harvest but if not no matter what happens i cannot look at my brother i cannot look at my sister i cannot look at how their life is going i don't know what happens behind closed doors i don't know what's going on because if i do it that way i'm I'm not getting to preach this much or I'm not getting to sing here. I'm not getting to do this and I'm not getting to do that. I take my eyes off of him and the kingdom and all these things that God has for me. And I put a focus on myself. And when I become uh, distraught on those kind of things, I look at myself in the mirror and I start to become greedy and I start to become offended. And then I become jealous. And when I become jealous, I become a wild animal because the Bible says that for jealousy is the rage of a man. I am a raging lunatic when I become jealous. You can, I would hit the clap button if I knew which one it was. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still getting used to this board. Let's take a guess. That wasn't it. None of it's working. I don't know what happened. Oh, I had the volume turned down. That one's on me. Anyways, so I'm, I am a raging lunatic. I lose my mind with rage and emotion and anger when I become jealous and full of envy. And it turns me into a wild animal. And this is very dangerous for the body. And that's why I'm calling this a spiritual pharmaceutical. Because if I take this into my body, it's going to turn me into somebody that I am not. If I take on jealousy... And I take on envy. I will say things that I don't mean because I'm angry. I will rage out. I will be very touchy and sensitive in areas that I would not normally be sensitive in because I am angry, because I have rage, because I have allowed jealousy and envy to get inside of me. And now I am full of rage. And when I have rage in my spirit, I cannot control what comes out of my mouth. That is a fact. When I get angry, when I get mad, when I when I am like, okay, I've been wronged here, I'm done uh, poorly here, this isn't fair, life isn't fair, all these things like that. When I start to open my mouth, out of my belly starts flowing these things that I've allowed to get into my spirit. And if it's anger, and if it's jealousy, and if it's envy, I cannot control what I'm going to say. So I have to get that stuff in subjection. I got to get that stuff under the blood. I have to get that stuff unified uh, or, or taken out so that I can be unified with the body of Christ so that I can work for the purpose of God. But if I don't and you find yourself or I find myself being offended and I, and I allow offense to go further and I take on with offense the pill of bitterness or the, the pill of, 
uh, what we're talking about today, which is jealousy and envy. If I take on these things, I will become a wild animal. And you can look yourself in the mirror. Uh, if you're listening to this on your podcast or on your AirPods while you're da- uh, running or whatever, later on, look in the look in the mirror. You know what I'm trying to say? And look at yourself. Evaluate yourself. And if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling jealous or envy, and you think things that you ought not think, and you feel things that you ought not feel, it's because this pill has caused you to start seeing things you ought not see or start seeing things that are are going to fill your imagination with things that are not true and you're going to become bitter and angry and you're not going to be able to be in control and eventually this will become a sin that brings forth death because no matter what happens no matter if you get all the money in the world or you get all the preaching in the world or you get all the singing in the world or you get all the whatever in the world you will not be satisfied because your anger will not be satisfied until that person is done until they're done wrong or until they're uh, uh, beneath you and it is not of God and it will not benefit it will turn you and I into a wild animal and I don't know about you, but I don't want to be a wild animal. I want to see the things of God. I want, to, I want to see God do miraculous things in my life, but it's very silly of me not to look at myself and say, all right, have I taken on the, the, the pill of jealousy? Have I taken on the pill of envy? Am I looking at my brother and saying, you know what, I kind of covet that, or you know what, uh, I've not been dealt the same hand as they have, so I have the right to be angry or jealous or whatever. And have I taken this on, and is it causing my viewpoints to be distorted? Is it causing my decision-making to be distorted? Is it causing my actions or my motivations to be distorted? And if it is, it's okay. I'm here to tell you that grace is a much greater than failure. Grace is much greater than anything that you and I can get involved with. So all that we need to do is understand, I got to be honest here. I am jealous. I got to be honest here. I do have envy. I just got to take it to God. I got to put it under the blood. I got to remove that stuff from my spirit. And whatever God tells me to do at that point, I do it and I move on with my life because you are not made and I am not made to be a wild animal. We are made in the image of God. We are made with the mind of God. We are to be not to be conformed to this this world, to be, be to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, and so we are not supposed to be out of control. We are supposed to be loving. We are supposed to be structured. We are supposed to know and keep it all together. And I know that sometimes we don't, and that's okay. So we got to have a plan. So if I become this person, or if I become these things, I got to take an evaluation of myself. I got to stop and say, okay, Matt, don't be naive. These are not your thoughts. These are not uh, things that you would normally say. So check my, let me check myself. Let me check the man, the person that I'm looking at, and start to evaluate and see how I get this stuff out of my spirit. Okay, and I'm going to read one last thing, and then we're going to get out of here. In 2 Corinthians chapter number 10, verse number 11 and 12, let such as uh, such as one think it. think this, that such as we are in word by letters, we are absent. Such will we be also indeed when we are present. The same way we are when we write these letters to you while we're not there is the same way we're going to be when we get there. For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves one with some that commend themselves, but they are measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves. They that are doing that are not wise. It is so unwise for you and I 
to look at somebody else and to look at situations of, of other people and say, you know what, life is whatever and, and I wish that I was like them or I wish that I was whatever. The fact is, we don't know and it's not worth it. It's not worth it because we're going to miss our moment. We're going to miss all the things that God could be doing for us, the miracles, the signs, the things in my family that he wants to do, the things in my ministry that he wants to do, the things in my career that he wants to do. He cares about everything. He's very detailed, and I could spend the rest of the time that you would give me talking about all the things that God has done for me in detailed. but I don't have that much time, and you don't have that much care, so I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to give you is one solid piece of advice for every hyphen across our nation, every hyphen in our state, in my local assembly, and anybody else that would care to listen, and that is this, get off the drugs. And what I mean by drugs, get off a fence. Get off of uh, jealousy and envy and all these things that will destroy and distort our views and keep us disoriented that we cannot be connected to the body. Because once we're connected, the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. We are victorious together. We are powerful together. So let's get back together. Let's remove our minds from the things that so easily beset us and get back in unity with the body and let God have his way. Amen and amen. I love you. I thank you so much for being a part of this episode, episode two. I hope that you join me again for the next episode. I don't know where we're going, but I know we're going. I love you so much. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have a great rest of the next week. And I hope to see you soon. God bless.